Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 483 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always, not always, because yesterday, Bracky was on dadkey duty. I was. But, but welcome back. How are you? How's Hayden? How's Olivia? Everyone's good. It's good to be back. No man did a good job. It was a fun show to watch. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed Even it. Even though he completely manufactured it going to tiebreakers one time. Do you think he did that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, ben, oh, my god! I never got you to weigh you in, You called ben. him. You, well, you called. You guys know him. You called him out on it. It appears <laughs> to be true. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive. He thought he had picked Ed, and then when we gave him the way out, he's like, you know what? He literally <laughs> said Ed at one point. He's like, he was the greatest folk style wrestler of all time. But yeah. I'm taking bonus. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greatest folk style wrestler of all time, buddy. Can't. Okay. Sure thing. Uh, he's got a flair for the dramatic. Dude. He does. He does. I I mean, that's it's kind of part of the nomad charm. He just mm-hmm. throws he just throws wild cards at you um, when you're not ready for it. Um, okay. So we have, <laughs> we have a, a lot of directions we can go. If we don't give the people a one last shot update this episode – we're going to have a riot on our hands, Ben. Ben, we put you in, in charge of acquire, acquiring the rights to one last shot. <laughs> I need an update. Listen, okay, uh, you know what? When Royce came on last week and surprised us, I don't recall which day that was, if it was Wednesday or Thursday. You know what? I kind of thought, hey, Royce is going to get this done. I'm sure he talks to his buddy Wayne Boyd on a very regular basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it let me drop the ball. And so, you know, I saw it in the dock this morning. When I saw it in the dock, I'm like, oh, okay, shoot. Royce didn't get it done. So I'm going to have to go figure out how to get it done. So I did. I, I found Wayne's number last week. I did not text him, though, because of Royce. I, I had now texted him, and if he responds at some point during the show, I will let you guys know. Maybe, you know, he probably is not going to sue us. Might, might as well just go for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. That's uh, That would be reassuring to my boss when we say, Ben said Wayne won't sue us, therefore – Let's just go for it. I don't know if that's uh, – I don't know if our legal <laughs> team will, will agree with that. Uh, but, you know, I'm all for fortune favors the bold. And during these times, who's yeah. to say? But the the issue would be who – there's no way – does Wayne Boyd own all the rights to an entire feature-length film? I find that hard I to say, believe. I feel like he I probably we, had to sell, sell it to a studio. I say we just get John Smith's permission. He's in the movie. <laughs> you know, if John Smith says it's okay, then it's okay. Call him yeah. up. Ben, you should understand better how this actually works, man. Jeez. Okay. Listen, if John Smith tells you something's okay, you better damn well it's okay. I know. You love John Smith. I do too. I, I, hey, I wish that – if that were policy, that would be great. Uh, I think yeah. things would be a lot more simple. Uh, ben, they released a kind of a bonus episode of Tiger King. Me, Bracky, uh, Sears, and Spay all watched it at the same time and commented. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. It's not really a bonus episode per se, but the, it has it has follow ups with Eddie Cowie, Jeff Lowe, uh, John Finley, uh, the guy that hates the Feds. What's his uh, name? Josh Dial. Dial. Yeah. F the Feds. So you'll like that. You'll like it. So watch it, and we'll we can break I it down like tomorrow. There's a few funny. <laughs> there's a few funny things, uh, and I don't even want to spoil it. So if you haven't watched it yet. Watch that right now, guys. Or not right now. Jeez. At least finish the show. Have some manners. But then watch yeah. it because you, you got nothing else mean. to do. Yeah. You knew exactly what I, I meant. I'm trying to figure out who – how would I find out who owns one more show? I'm, I'm looking it up online. <laughs> I'm on IMDb. How would I figure out who owns this? Is it Does on IMDb? Because if so, we're yes. in trouble. Yes. Oh, 6.9 out, 6. out of 10 stars, baby. You think we could just upload a 6.9 <laughs> out of 10 stars video on IMDb, Ben? 
Yeah, let's see why not. Drew, oh. who, the director's Robert McNamara. You know him? Here's what we need to do. We that need actually- to get somebody who somebody own, who owns the the movie needs to upload it to their like burner YouTube account. Uh-huh. And then we can just use it. Because then it's <laughs> like, like the Vietnamese person who was uploading. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Where's Hong Nouveau or whatever <laughs> exactly. his name was. We need to upload <laughs> We need to upload the ACCs and also one last shot. All right. So a couple things. We gotta finish up our 197 finals. We have those today in the 285 semis. Bracky's back. I want to skip to one uh, FRL question because I thought this was an interesting idea that we can talk about at the beginning. <laughs> what? What? Well, what got, giggles? Sorry. You, you know what I thought about? I thought about we could just I, – I, I'm going to feel so guilty saying this. I thought we could have a whole series where we, we – you know, instead of the FRL, we just show up, we watch one of the, wor- the worst wrestling movies that were ever made together and we kind of commentate on them. Um, yeah. And after one more shot – you, I, I'm so blanking on the name, but this person is going to be so mad at me because I, I do consider them a friend, although I don't see them very frequently. Justin Spates had a wrestling movie. Do you guys remember this? No. no. Here, here's here's why I know. is because when I went on my recruiting trip in the fall of 2001 to Missouri, it was like in production stages. And uh, I had to watch that effing movie three times over the course of the weekend because I was staying at their house. Oh, my gosh. What the name was <laughs> What was the name of that damn movie? Does Justin, anyone know? Someone in our Facebook. Yes, yes, Justin. Not Jeremy Spades. His younger brother, Justin Spades, who was a very, very good high school wrestler. Uh, do you guys remember that where when uh, no. Chris Rodriguez called out Chris Flieger and Justin Spades? No, I don't remember that. You guys don't. What? No. Okay. Chris Rodriguez from Georgia says, yeah. I'm going to come to the Dapper Dan, and I'm going to wrestle in the Whippeal and the Dapper Dan, and I'm going to beat both Justin Spades and Chris Flieger in one night. Well, I remember and Chris Flieger like, absolutely killed someone at the Dapper Dan. Well, I believe if my memory serves me right, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was supposed to wrestle Justin Spades first and Spades beat him and then he wouldn't wrestle Chris Flieger. I Something heard, like that. Yeah, because Chris Flieger ended up just punking someone like 15, like just annihilate. Chris Flieger was yeah. so good. When so you, good. When you enter the conversation of like some of the best to never win it, he's... He's up there, skill for skill, for, just ferocious. Mm-hmm. Very, very good wrestler. Okay. Um, so what was that? What was that movie called? You don't remember what it was called? I don't know. I was yeah, hoping you ahead. guys remember, but reversal. Oh, reversal! Yes. Caleb Blakeman out of the ether from the clouds, literally from the clouds into our ears, says it's called reversal. Very, very on the nose there from <clears throat> from Justin Spates, but that's fine. What was that guy's yeah, name? I, who, Justin Diaz? Who? No. The guy Chris from Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Chris, Chris Rodriguez, yes. Chris Rodriguez. He was really good. I think he won Fargo. I can't, can't remember who he beat at Fargo uh, the, the summer before that. So that would have been, what, 99 or 2000? 2000. 2000. He got beat by Spades 3-2. to two. Yep. And then he packed it in. I, I believe so. I, I hope I'm not wrong and he's young. And I, I do believe he All-American is a true freshman at, Michi- at University of Michigan and then, you know, didn't work out for whatever reason. Bummer. Okay. Yeah, he only he didn't wrestle a second match. Okay, why don't we uh, why don't we go Angel of Death, Kyle Bracky? Um, bring, I'm not br- happy bring us, about this. Bring us the latest news that's bad. But the people need to know it. So people need to know. Uh, the, the group of five schools um, in the FBS football division. So that's the MAC, Mountain West, Sun Belt, AAC, and I'm missing one. Um, 
but they don't. The other one doesn't have a wrestling affiliate member or full time member. But they essentially wrote the, all the commissioners of those leagues got together and wrote to the NCAA asking for quote temporary temporary relief from several regulatory requirements for a period of up to four years. So the NCAA requires schools to meet certain um, guidelines to be an FBS football member. And one of those is sponsoring at least uh, 16 varsity intercollegiate sports. Um, and I think at least six have to be men's sports. Um, so, but one of the things they're asking for relief for is for there not to be a requirement of the minimum amount of sports, which means Oof. they're going to start dropping sports if they are given that um, option. Right, and it says for a minimum of her, they suggest a four-year period. I just find it hard to believe that after four years they would just yes. magically bring back sports. Um, now they also, the Mountain West commissioner is quoted in this Yahoo article by Pete Thamel, and he's like, "We don't want to cut sports." He's like, "We want to maybe pull back on them a little bit." So, like, I guess in volleyball, the minimum amount of games you're supposed to play is like 19. And most Mountain West schools played 30 last year. So you would cut back on some of maybe the non-conference games. Um, some, the commissioner of the AAC even talked about eliminating conference championship games for uh, non-revenue sports. I don't know how that would work for wrestling. What? When it's a, yeah. literally the qualifier for the NCAA championships. Um, but it's just something to be aware of. Cincinnati dropped their men's soccer program yesterday. Uh so unfortunately things are starting to move that way and it's not a ton of schools that are super impacted by this um but like the mac full-time members like buffalo ohio kent state central michigan northern illinois and then in the mountain west air force wyoming fresno state and the Sun Belt, appalachian state arkansas little rock um i'm not i'm not saying those schools are in trouble those are just schools in those conferences that their commissioners wrote to the ncaa yeah so obviously a little little scary. I I would love if if they're considering, you know, measures that would limit sports and just overall costs. I would hope that would be something like what you sort of alluded to limiting the schedule. I mean, you could look you can find fluff on everyone's schedule. It's like you're just doing this match just because you have to have so many matches. I think you could limit some limit your dates, limit your travel. And hopefully have to avoid drastic measures like cutting sports. But it is important that we know and, and understand that there's there's really drastic stuff being discussed. And, you know, one thing you mentioned, Bracky, earlier about not on the show, but to me was Pat Forty basically saying, hey, any, any teams that are dropped right now, we're basically going to get dropped regardless. Like ODU was going to cut their program. It wasn't actually COVID nineteen related. Was so that's been proven without a shadow of a doubt? Yeah, no. He um, Wood Sealing, the the AD Jason Bryant did. Uh, he was able to get at least get him to respond to like written Q and A. Jason mm, sent him ten questions it. and he responded. And yeah, he he said they were cutting the program after the season. Wow. And that they wished they didn't have to do it over Zoom. The plan was to do it in person. Um, mm -hmm. After the season ended, but yeah, no, he confirmed that. And like Christian's saying, it's just. It's it's a good ex excuse. It's a good time to do it. Uh, yeah. In yeah. that Yahoo article, the Stamel guy, he, you know, he had a quote from a anonymous 
power five ADs, like it's an opportunity for these ADs to reset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Not fun. Dang oh, it. Yeah, I know. Uh, so that's not the that's not the fun stuff to talk about, but we've got plenty of fun stuff to talk about. So that, that was two minutes of not fun. Here comes some fun. 197 finals, Bracky. Cue it up. Who we got? Well, wait, wait, the, should we do it? Yeah. Yeah, we just said my Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Brack, I'm, going out of, I'm going out of order. Bracky's getting predictable because he's got two choices for his landmine right now. That's it. <laughs> well, I was. It's funny. I I had Gelagayev circled as a landmine over Snyder, too. Double landmine? Yes, Double because landmine. it just, it, it just it made happened, too much sense. Yeah. It could have happened. He could have easily gone double overs. Inside. So he's he's launching Adam Kuhn today? Heck yeah, he is. He's in the finals. Oh! <laughs> Z is in the finals. Oh, you know this is said, that match that match would absolutely be a bunch of upper body pummeling. Oh yeah. Uh and he's gonna he's gonna get one of those locked up. Or Kuhn gets like maybe like the body lock oh, and Kuhn he's gotta would like so go for a body and lock. he's gotta like defensively That's throw him. Yeah, throw or be thrown. One of those type of situations. But I'm going to favor Gelagayev in there. Wow. <laughs> they said Gelagayev maybe shouldn't even be in this bracket. Shout out to all the haters, all oh the Z deniers. Alan Gelagayev is in the finals for the best of the decade bracket because you just never know. And what a miracle run taking out Snyder and Kuhn back yeah. to back. Listen, he's on the heater. Can, can he's someone, on a heater. Who's can next? someone put in a... Can someone put in a call to Governor Abbott uh, in the state of Texas so he can shut down this communist sympathizer radio? I mean, oh you guys gosh. are a da- you guys are a danger to America. <laughs> you just had Alan Gelgaia beat the great American Kyle Snyder, and then number two, America's future astronaut Adam Kuhn. I mean, you guys are genuinely a danger to America. I hope they shut you guys down. Gelgaia's going to the moon now. Yeah, he's going to the moon. Russia, listen. You love it. Oh man. <laughs> don't 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 be don't be bitter. Um you, this is one of my finest hours, you know. G- Gelagayev, if you listen to the show, you know he's like one of my favorites ever. So seeing this run, seeing him finally getting his due, though it didn't come into the 2013 NCAs cuz he tried to jump over Tony Nelson. It's happening now. And uh I'm I'm all for it. Now who wow. who is Gelagayev's next victim? Hold on, I'm gonna retweet. I made this little highlight video of Gelagayev a couple years ago. Yeah. Just launching dudes and I just retweeted it from Flow so you can see what he would have done to Adam Kuhn's Snyder, gonna get nervous if he sees this. Uh, or Kuhn. Um but he oh, will God. he will be going up against uh the winner of Nick Wisdowski and Anthony Kassar. Whoa. I'm surprised think... how this went on Twitter. Are you? Yeah. Really? I, why? Well, I, I didn't even look. It had, but it had to go heavy Gwizdowski, right? It did. I, I figured with all the Penn State fans and the recency of Kassar that uh, we would see more votes for Kassar, but it was 77% in favor of Gwiz. I think that's about right. Uh, I do think this is a great match. When when Kassar beat Gable, I was like, Kassar's the thing for 2020. I really believe that now. Yeah. Since he got injured, uh, Dom Bradley beat him or was beating him when he got injured. Maybe that wasn't the case. So I still think he would have had his day. I think he would have uh, definitely made a run there. But what what I think Kassar's 
you know, one of his allies was he had such great athleticism and speed. And Gwizdowski mm-hmm. kind of had a lot of that and was, I think, bigger and maybe as, if not more athletic in terms of us, like, body oh. awareness stuff in in uh, different motion. Are you watching the Gilligayev one? <laughs> Damn right I am. <laughs> Why oh are you smiling, goodness. you commie sympathizer? Because he's... I mean, it's pretty outstanding the way he bombs some of these dudes. <laughs> he just destroyed people. He just foot oh swept people routinely. What he did to your boy Levi Cooper was was. Oh, leave, leave, that's called uh, he, Tucker Knight heavy machinery, baby. He hit, <laughs> he hit the the over tie slide by to the foot sweep to like the one second pin. Is that one in there? Yeah, that's right, right there. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, the Jimmy Lawson one is the best though. Yes. I don't remember Man, that one. My goodness. Whoop, whoop. No it's, way. It's, it's savage. He's he's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember him bombing Jimmy Lawson for some reason. I remember do I we have his... it, do we have what he did to Bobby Telford? He, uh, he ooh, launched, I don't think that was a... He launched yeah, Telford. Jimmy Law, this is Jimmy Lawson. This is at it's at uh Oh yeah. Thirty six seconds of the video. Yep, I yeah. see it. Man, when he gets that oh. overhook, oh my word. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! We should be sending All right, that. Sorry, to, I, that should always. I'm be distracting playing. you guys. I apologize. No, you're not. I'm picking Gwiz. I think Gwiz is super. <laughs> uh, Gwiz is a better overall wrestler in a lot of different positions. He's really good on the mat. Extremely good. I mean, legitimately, he could turn. He could turn Kassar. That would maybe be surprising, but he was that good on top. I think he could win some scrambles. I think this is like a five. Two six two kind of match for for Gwiz, the Wizard of Oz. And yeah, he's in the I would have loved this. I would have loved to see Anthony Kazar stay healthy through um, you know through the U.S. Open, and then obviously I would love to see the trials actually happen. But with as close as uh, Gable wrestled Gwizdowski, I got to think that Kazar has a shot. But it's not it's one not last enough. shot. It's one last shot. That's it. And I'm picking Nick Wazowski. <laughs> All right, Stephen Kyle. You can't pick Gelagayev in this one. Fine. Uh, no, I'll take Gwiz. I think he's he's better. All right. So it's Gwiz versus Z, the battle of the decade. <laughs> the man's oh highest my goodness. NCAA finish was third, but he's in the finals. Because it really be like that sometimes. The match we all saw coming. The match we all saw coming. One time, Frank Molinaro made the Olympic team out of the nine seed. So did Jaden Cox. <clears throat> Crazier things have mm-hmm. happened. And so that's that. And now we move to the 197 finals. I kind of jumped the gun here. But it's Quentin Wright versus Jaden Cox. And how do you say any other name other than Jaden Cox here? Uh, I, I struggle to. I love Quentin yeah. Wright a lot. But... Jaden is the man. Two, maybe uh, the, I, this could be the nice guy award. These are two of the nicest guys out there. They would definitely share true. a nice handshake and respectful words, <laughs> and maybe a, maybe a nice bro hug at the beginning and end of it in differing points. Bro hug, you know, I don't like the bro hug at the end. The bro hug at the end, I'm like, yeah, I, could, I know, I could do without that. I could do without that. You don't I like don't, either, do you? I don't. And you know what? Here's what I don't. When I really don't like it, it's when the winner. Initiates the bro hug, like as if the guy you just beat has any interest in hugging you right now. Like, why are you making yeah. me hug you? I just had, to, I just lost you. Is that bad enough? Now I have to pretend I want to embrace you. No, yeah, I don't like I you. Agree. 
Hey, I don't like I don't like the forced hug. I don't like it either. Not not at all. Hey, you know the one thing I'm kind of laughing about, and I, I can't. I don't even remember if we talked about it yesterday. We definitely didn't for a significant amount of time. But people are all happy that handshakes are going to be out in wrestling, and it's like, but you're all up on each other all the time. Wrestlers are like the most touchy touchy people ever. Like everyone's always grabbing each other and shit. And now we're worried about shake, shaking a hand. Like, dude, like, mm-hmm. give me a, what? What are you people talking about? Yeah, it's absolutely not going to prevent the spread of germs in wrestling. Didn't Seriously. David and uh, Tor Blanca Carlton, they did something like this? And yeah, like pres- before the match started, they just, like, hit Why? wrist. Oh, because coronavirus. Yeah, but then they wrestled a match. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was, like, uh. symbolic. Like, yeah. hey, think think about, maybe it was, like, a message to the world, like, do this differently. Maybe it wasn't about their individual germ um, spreading yeah. well, or whatever. I, I, I was making my kids only give knuckles to make the end of practice as, as a joke for the coronavirus because it was, it was funny because we were all in the same room together and we were all wrestling each other for, you know, an hour and a half. And then at the end, we can't shake hands. And we're still going to touch funny. each other, but instead of yes. this part of our hands, it's this part of the hands. And that's where the Well, the then, it's going to be a knuckle spread. and then they're going to grab each other's neck and they're going to start wrestling each other. Like, yeah. Wrestling people touch each other. That's just what yeah, they do. Yeah, everything, you know... Starts with a hug, and then you're in a bear hug, and then it's two on ones, and yeah, that's just kind of the nature of, of the the, the wrestling fraternity. Okay, so wait, we were doing a thing. I I said Jaden over Quentin. Oh, I, are you guys cuffed. giving up on this? Yeah, I give up. He gave up. <laughs> we gave up. All right, yeah. it was a draw. Congrats to Quentin and Jaden. Uh, Jaden definitely had the most dominant run to the championship on the Twitter voting. He went like ninety three percent, ninety three percent, and then eighty eight percent in the finals. Dude, that may be the most dominant wow. run to the finals. As far as like OW, it may have to be Jaden. Not he maybe didn't best the greatest weight class or hit the highest of competition, but his bonus point stretch here, yeah, is that is uh pretty good. We're we're picking an OW tomorrow, aren't we? Well, do we want to? Did I even read my question? I didn't even get to read it because you. Inter- I think you. Uh, oh. you had something else. No question. So I wanted to do this. What does it say? Corey Cundert says, "When you finish up the top ten guys for weight, will you be putting it into a ten-man bracket to get to the top wrestler of the decade?" Oh, I don't see why not. I don't see why not. <laughs> what else do we have to do? <laughs> you know, as far as things to do, <laughs> you know. After this, who knows what's going to be going on? I, I feel confident we're going to have. Uh, I have. We already have some ideas of what we're going to be doing next yeah. week for uh, filling the show because we're going to run out of brackets to break down, and I can't go to like 2004 or something. I won't know anything that's going on. We'll just, it'll just be Ben talking for an hour and a half, which you may prefer actually to what the show <laughs> what? has been. Hey, uh, uh, let, let me ask you this real quick. Someone's tweeting about our messaging about it in the Facebook thing. You guys posted that the. Duel this year, Iowa versus Penn State was the greatest one in, in the last decade or something. They asked a were question. You, were you guys? Yeah. They said you guys best of the at, decade. Best decade? Question mark. Were you guys at uh, Penn State Ohio State two years ago? I wasn't. Bader was. He said it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. I, I, I was. So I was at both. I feel like that one was just a little bit better because. It came all the way down to the end. I mean, with Iowa duel at the end with the last two matches, you pretty much knew what was going to happen. You had a good idea. And with Penn, with Penn State, uh, you had Kassar upsetting Colin Moore. Like, you never saw that coming. And then Ohio State still could have won with, you know, if uh, 
Snyder got a tech fault and you thought, hey, he might be able to do it. It was just like, yeah, it was bananas the whole time. It really was. Uh, yeah, no, that's probably – listen, that's the greatest one versus two maybe in the history yeah. of wrestling, right? So I, at the I duel, agree, yeah. it was epic. NCAAs was epic. Um, who won Big Tens that year? Did Ohio State win Big Tens that year? Um, I don't remember. I'm I kind of – That's 2018. 2018. Yeah. No, they, it was at Michigan State. They did. Yeah, so they won yeah. Big Tens yeah, that they year. Did. But we all knew – Everyone knew it was going to NCAs was going to be a, a different thing and uh, a very close team race. Yeah, also, you had yeah, <clears throat> that was when Nolf. Nolf was hurt and so he like defaulted out to six. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I forgot about that. Okay, so I don't know what that's, but yeah, that's probably the best duel ever. But Iowa awesome. versus Penn State was really, really awesome, and there were some really fun swings in there. Marinelli, mm-hmm. Marinelli, Chenzo, then. Kimmer comes around and beats him, and then Brooks, and then Warren. Yeah, so the 133 debacle. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, drama wise, uh, Penn State Iowa was was super fun. So we have the champion, Jaden Cox. He has been declared uh, the the best of the decade at 197 pounds, and he will enter <laughs> enter the uh, enter the fray as the in the in our 10 man bracket. Which you'll you'll have to make a 10 man bracket here and figure out so we who have two, we have two two pigtails. Two pigtails, yep. So we're going to have to seed that. We could seed that after the show, I suppose. Um, J.D. Raider. Why don't we seed it on? Why don't we seed it on? The, oh, we, it, well, no, we can seed it tomorrow because we got to pick the heavyweight winner. Okay. We'll seed it tomorrow yeah. on the show. We'll seed the top the 10 of the decade. But I worry that's going to kind of like uh, – we need to make sure Uh-oh. we stay more seeding here. We will, My point is I don't want to tip our hand on like kind of how we feel about these guys. It should that be – heavyweight? No, no, no. Oh, when we seed it, hmm. I don't want us to like reveal. But people are still going to see the seeds at the at, before the tournament happens because we're we're going to have to put them out there. So there there is that. Um, we can have can we have landmines still? <laughs> oh my gosh! Someone asked a good <laughs> question. Uh, they were like, if you had had landmines the whole tournament, who yeah. would you have potentially used them on? I liked my. Well, I... I did random, so who knows? Could have been anybody. Yeah, what? A, no one's yeah. safe. Uh, I would have. Who would I have just liked to have made the make a miracle run to the finals? I don't know if I would have. I really love how, how I use mine. Oh, hmm. I might. I might have landmine Dake so Burroughs could win the finals. <laughs> if I could go back in time, have Dake. Who Dake have in round one? Give him. Yeah, Tyler Caldwell over Dake. Boom, landmine. No, I would have waited to the semis. It would have been more dramatic. Ringer. Ringer, yeah. Yeah, Ringer takes out because no one would pick uh, Burrows. But I didn't. I wasn't thinking ahead. You're still salty about that. I thought the merits of the argument uh, (laughs) would stand and be enough. And I wanted wanted Jordan to win it the hard way. I wanted him to run the Uh. gauntlet. But uh, I couldn't. I wasn't enough that day. And neither was Jordan. So. I think I would have went Suriano over if I if I had to pick a funny lamb Suriano over J.O. because that would piss so many people off. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, would have. That would have that would have infuriated the nation, including me. Because <laughs> J.O. was hey, so dang good. People people are mad at you, uh, Christian, because you're a Penn State hater and you purposely pulled Bo Nickel out of the 197 bracket to clear the path for Jaden Cox. Hmm. 
Well, how would that clear the path for him? Hey, Penn State fans, just rewind back uh, a little bit of time. He already beat that guy twice, and he didn't take him down one time. So if you think it goes differently in folk style, I disagree with you. Um, so he would have lost this. He would have lost that one. I think he had a better shot well, at winning 84 than, than 97. He almost did. I, I, I'm surprised people didn't accuse me of, of fixing my landmine to take out Olympic champion Jake Varner. Yeah. Clear the path. Penn State hater, Ben. Yeah, I'm a Penn State. No, no, no. no. That'd be, uh, well, Jake Varner went to Iowa State. Well, but now. <laughs> Missouri lover. Oh, yeah, Missouri lover. Someone, Matt Smith suggested we do random seeds for this bracket. Okay. We could do random draw. <laughs> hmm. That's always fun. That'd Gary be like too much like UW, UWW, and I, I can't deal with them. Yeah, but ex- but there's not like you're not going to have you know the Guam versus uh, Iran <laughs> Iran in round one or Guam versus like Australia. It's not yeah. going to be like that. It'll be someone good versus someone good. So maybe it'll be fine. Okay, maybe maybe, maybe not. All right, so we did that, and we'll do more. How about that? 2017 NCAAs. Uh, oh, no, I wanted to mention something before that. We will do 2017 NCAAs today. But our man J.D. Raider is doing the the best um, t- state lineups of all time. So, for example, he takes Uh-oh. Oklahoma and makes the best D1 lineup of all time. And some of these teams are just absurd. And Oklahoma's team is going to go up against every single team and have a good chance of, of winning. That's how good Team Oklahoma is. And I guess that's not so surprising, but, I mean, when you think about Pennsylvania, Ohio, California, and, and how much, and just there's not a lot of people that live in the state of Oklahoma. But let me give you some <laughs> of these names, and I'll you tell me how many teams can stack up against this one. Their 125 starter, Kendall Cross. This man beat both Brands brothers. Um, the backup's Dwight Henson. 133 starter, John Smith. The backup is a three-time champion, TJ Jaworski. 141, Tion Ware. 149, Kenny Monday. 157, Pat Smith, four-timer. Kenny Monday, Olympic champion. Uh, 165, Mike Sheets. He's from Tahlequah. 174, backup. He went backup, Johnny Hendricks. Ooh, that's that. That would be funny listening to some Oklahoma people argue that one out because I'm sure that would be a very, very heated argument on who is better, Mike Sheets or Johnny Hendricks. I'm I'm going with Mike Sheets because he's hilarious. He also <laughs> he also beat Dave Schultz in the NCAA finals. Yeah, yeah, that has to count for something. He was apparently ridiculous on top. Chris Perry, 174, 184, Danny Hodge, Mr. Hodge, the trophy, the 97. Uh, I don't know anything about Wayne Boffman, unfortunately. And Wayne Boffman, he's the old Air Force head coach. You don't know him? No. I'm sorry. Oh to my say Chris, it. you, you want to hear a great story about Wayne Boffman? That's that's why I said his name, of course. <laughs> he said so he he allegedly always he alleged that he always hated wrestling. And he just wanted to do it and see how tough he was. And so he would do these things where he'd run these ridiculous marathons all the time just to see if he could do it. And then one time I visited his house in 2008, and he was really old. Uh, the assistant coach at Air Force, my buddy Bart Horton, knew him. We went over there and hung out with him. And he said, you know what he said to me, Christian? He said, Ben, 
you know, I can't do much to see how tough I am more. So the only thing I could do is hold my piss in the morning. One time I held it till 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He held it till 3 p.m., Christian. Can you imagine how tough this man is? This man didn't piss till 3 in the afternoon. This is the Can you imagine man, that? This is the toughest man who ever lived. I'm declaring it right now, and I didn't know who he was until just now. And now I know that anyone that does that, that just that mindset. Seriously. I'm old. Oh, my God. I can't do anything. So here's what I'm going to do now. This is how I know I'm still tough. I Jeez. mean, sometimes I got to pee so bad in the morning, my son's complaining about me putting a show on, and I'm like, I can't put the show on because I can't focus because I got to pee so bad. I go in the bathroom. I mean, you can't I even can't do till uh, the whole FRL sometimes without pissing. Yeah, you can't go in the whole FRL, man. Gee. Uh, Michael Novak brings up a good point about Hendrix. Uh, he says, and because Hendrix should be a one-time champ. Man, well, why don't we just get Ooh. into it? Let's do it. Oh, because, let's do listen, it. Listen, we've never talked about the Johnny Hendrix versus Ryan Chirella NCAA final debacle. And... Someone, uh, someone's been putting that in the question from friends. I think it's Ben Swalla has been putting in the question from friends. Like, talk about this match. Talk about this match. And then I tweeted, like, this is literally the worst call in NCAA uh, mm-hmm. finals history, the takedown. And people were like, I mean, even, t- you know, Tony Roby's commenting. He's like, this was, like, one of the worst things I'd ever seen. Like, um, and, and Tony, Tony Coach Roby, a pretty – you know, mild man. He's not a guy to put himself out there a lot. So, kind of shows you. Coach Tirapelli says this was the worst thing he's ever seen. So, here's if we can uh, maybe pull it up on. Uh, I think we can. Can we play it? Yeah, just send it. Send it to uh, send Ooh. it to Caleb. We'll just put it in the chat. Yeah. Um, so the thing about this Christian was it wasn't just like one thing. That yeah. that's the deal. It was just like thing after thing after thing after thing. So time was stamped so the cradle for, for him, Bracky, and then some of the takedown calls at the end. Because, I listen, just so you know, Johnny Hendricks was a bad dude, and he was really, really good. And he, and was, he was very much in control of this match. He was winning this match. He was winning. But if you get pinned in matches, you lose them. That's just the rules of wrestling. That wasn't <laughs> Are my you idea. Sure? I, I didn't come up with that. That, was, that predates me in many ways. But... Not only did he get pinned, there were some takedown calls in here that if they happened right now, there I don't know, I, I am horrified to think of what would happen in the arena, online, etc. Because it would just it's a different day and age than this was what, two thousand six? The, the internet would explode, Christian. That that the one takedown, I think it's the second one he gets that's a really terrible call. It's like this this isn't even remotely close to a takedown. Like nowhere in the ballpark of a takedown, and you gave the man a takedown on it. You gave a man a takedown. So um, I sent Blakeman the time-stamped one. We sent it to him. So there's a few things. So one, Hendricks is in control of the match. And then if you watch much Jay Jaggers, Torella hits the cradle that Jaggers would go on to hit a bunch where a single leg. I don't know what you call this one. but I call, I, call it the Chirella, I call it the Chirella Cradle Series. There it is, the Chirella Cradle Series. Yes. So uh-huh. you get a single leg, you kind of sit around, you lock up near side cradle, and then you roll through and you you uh, you pin him. It's a it's a great move, and they he gets only two near fall on it. He gets two and two. He's Hendrix is just flat. On it was his a back. pin. He is so pinned. It's like just the the picture of a pinfalled individual, <laughs> and they don't call the pin. So that was kind of weird. And he only got two near fall, which was also kind of weird. But you're like, oh, all right, fine carry on things things happen and then 
Hendricks is storming back. Hendricks had a motor. Like this guy could go really hard. He was he was a a point scoring machine on his feet. He could get the legs. He could finish really really well. And he so he's coming back, coming back. He's trying. He's chipping away at it. And I so oh. I see. Uh, we've got it pulled up here. So you need. Hey Caleb, can you use the second link I sent you? Oh. So then um, he gets a. He's attacking on the edge, and they call a. Uh, they call a takedown that is just. They're basically facing each other. So it's totally. Why don't you just tell him what time it happens, and he can click since he's there. We're oh, getting to is. the. We're getting to the cradle here. You're gonna like this, guys. You're good. Actually, you're gonna hate it. But <laughs> so, I wonder six, what percentage of our audience go to six nineteen. I wonder what percentage of our audience has like has doesn't have a recollection of this. Like they didn't watch this live. I wonder if I it's mean, a I would large percentage that, or a small percentage. Right there, a what? large percentage. I would say, Ben. A large percentage. I think you know, so. Even some of the details are. So I remember right hand back a little calls. bit. All right. So, oh, oh. oh. It was there and it was gone. You there can it go, do it. Okay. Do it. Oh, here Switch he gets it. Switch it. See what? There it is. Well, very oh, important. Like just keep from getting taken out. down. Because I'm fine. Positions I'm on top. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Wait. What's going on? So it's four to three. Uh oh. Oh yep, boy. He's, this is going oh, wrong. Getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Oh. All right. So he puts him on his back. Man, this he got real strong with it right here, taking him over. Yeah. He is so big. Oh, that's such a pin. Oh, come on, man. So I I thought he took him over with like seven or eight seconds. That was my recollection. It was, it was like two near falls. Uh, I feel like it was five or six. So I think it definitely should have been three near fall. But, you know, Oh, we can whatever. go back. Go back. Go back real quick to it. Because I, I think, think he uh, pulled I think it was five or six when he pulled him over. But that's not I'm near sure, fall sure. till right here. Hold on. We're getting it back. Right there. Right there. Right there. I know, but they can't see that, Ben. All right, oh, here we go. He went too far. So we'll show it one more time. But this is not the worst call, even even close to it, compared to what will come later. And then there's a there's a a Jordan Oliver moment at the end of the match that's really crazy too. We run we run too far, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll watch now. Here we go. Single leg, cradle. Uh -oh. He's got it. Winsy okay. on his back. Winsy on his oh, back. Oh, he almost went. Ready. Now four seconds. Ooh, that was Four oh. seconds. It's four seconds. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll go five five four seconds. All right now, where's the takedown? If we can skip ahead to nine eleven now. Wow. Sorry, nine ten. <laughs> Do nine ten. Yeah, nine ten would be a lot more appropriate. So this is the takedown right. that melted minds. Oh, be, this is just so so ridiculous. This is this so is bad. So ridiculous. So he shoots and gets called for stalling naturally, and then watch this takedown they give Hendricks here. Yep. That was wow! Shirella, so <laughs> oh like, what my the heck? God! I right, know. Where's the end? Where's the final? Uh, now it's the... seven seven. Yeah, seven seven. And so he it's kicks gonna... him. So He's... go go to ten oh six. Oh my goodness! All right, That's this good. is yeah. melt. This is crazy. And now th Hendrix is feeling it. To be fair, he's he's getting it. He's go. He's attacking. Hendrix is going after him. But here's the final. All he has to do is not get taken down here. This final little sequence. He's got the foot on the hip. Oh, my gosh. Standing single. And then this is two, I guess. Not two. Oh, Jordan, my goodness. Jordan Oliver is somewhere throwing things. Because he wasn't even on his butt when they called the two. He sat let it, after let it play, the whistle, Caleb, because he, this is pandemonium here. Yes. It's it's going insane. Oh, people in there. are going nuts. Well, yep. you know, I think it, what, Johnny Hendricks is the most hated cowboy of all time. 
And, you know, this is right after Oklahoma State went on that run. So it's like it was the crowd versus Oklahoma, everyone else versus Oklahoma State. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Caleb. So that was totally um, that. Yeah. What can you say? I mean, I don't know if that last thing is too. I mean, it certainly wasn't for Jordan Oliver, who had it a lot yeah. more clean than than Hendricks did. Um, yeah, because Trell is up off his butt. Yeah, when they award the points, he's not even on, his butt's not even on the mat. Yeah, it, it, it just <laughs> it got out of control. I mean, what else can you say? It was out of control. What a wild, what a wild thing. Um, so yeah, we, we'll talk about it. And Michael Novak, yeah, you might be right. That should be only a one-time. Uh, so wild, one-time champ. Um, yeah. you you know what I think is crazy to think about? So, and Johnny Hendricks brings it up, but I also thought about it when we were doing the Oklahoma State team there. Christian is like Kenny Monday at 149 pounds. Can you imagine that dude is huge? He's bigger yeah. than me by far. It's not even close. And then, um. And then Johnny Hendricks, he made 165. He actually made 157 as a freshman. And then that dude couldn't on on a one hour wait. And then that dude couldn't make 160. Uh, sorry, 171 on a day before weigh in. I mean, John Smith and slash Oklahoma State. There's just such a history of weight cutting. It's like when you see the weight cuts these guys were at, and they see how big they are now. You're like, oh my god, are you kidding me? But do you think Johnny Hendricks is actually that big, or is he just? Like not cutting his weight right, and as a mixed martial art, martial arts fighter, <laughs> I th- I think it's probably a mix. But when you when you compare the difficulty of, of making weight on a one hour weigh in, and then re- and wrestling right and competing versus a day before a whole day before, really it's even more than twenty four hours. Generally speaking, uh, dude, there's just such a difference there. I mean, it's just such a huge difference, and so for. Him not to be able to do that is crazy to me. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's crazy to me. Too. But there's other guys. Daniel Cormier wrestled 184 pounds for Oklahoma <laughs> State and struggled to make 211. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it sort of didn't the one yeah. time. Yeah. Um, okay. Holy cow. That was fun. That was fun. But not really. Little tr- not fun for Ryan Chirella or Michigan fans, but... Ryan Trella, classy guy. He's doing well. We see him every year at CKLV. We were talking about it, but we need to interview him. Yeah. And get his thoughts on this madness. Maybe watch a match with him. I feel like he would have good perspective about <gasps> oh. it, but I also feel like it's like, this has to be one of your mer- worst memories ever, right? Why don't <laughs> yes, we talk about ever, it? Ever. Why this is like a terrible dream. Not only are we going to talk about it, we're going to try to make it as public as humanly possible. I mean, that's so that literally everyone- what Terry is about. Right, true. Maybe I, it'll be therapeutic yeah, like it, it was could be a cathartic for Terry. Experience. You know what? We are not professional counselors, but Ryan Terrell, this could help. Not that you're like having any difficulties right now, but you know, may, maybe maybe a thing you appreciate. Um, uh, okay. People, maybe he wants people to know he should have been an NCAA champion. My, so my brother, Ryan, knew, knows nothing uh, about this. He doesn't really know wrestling. I mean, he was a good wrestler, but he doesn't follow it at all. And he, I, he saw that tweet. He's like, please tell me. Like, He was like so mad about it. And then he was like, imagine if that happened to me and you, what you would have done to the – like my temper would – I I mean, can you imagine being in that scenario? Like how you would react if you were a coach? Like I would – even right now, where I'm like, would like to think I'm more mature than I was when I was coaching high school wrestling, <laughs> I would have went ballistic. I probably would have. I don't know if I would have struck 
a person, but I would have done yeah. something. <laughs> I would you would have, have struck somebody. I would have done Ben. I would have done. <laughs> I would have done something so outrageous. What's a What's a classic meltdown that's not maybe hitting someone? I would. Bobby have, Douglas. Take your Bobby clothes off. You would have took your clothes off. Uh, I might. Have, I may have disrobed. I could have. Um, is there something I could have thrown? Is there some something I could have poured all over the mat? I would have done something crazy. I would have done something absolutely that would have gotten me kicked out of NCAA wrestling forever. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm, it's one of the many reasons I'm not an NCAA coach. Okay. Oh man. I, yeah, I would have lost my mind. What would you have done, Ben, if you were coaching Ryan Terrell in that moment? I re- I remember the sense of dis. I mean, I was the next match up. I was literally on deck watching that match. Oh yeah. And I remember. <laughs> Get ready to wrestle Jake well, Herbert, and I remember I kept coming out of the tunnel to watch the match, and then Jake Herbert would always be staring me down. And I was thinking, "Dog, you ain't know about what's going to happen to you in about a few minutes." So just stop staring at me. But I remember this the sense of disbelief about what was happening on the mat. I mean, it was like, "Holy crap, is this really happening?" And I gotta assume that's what his coaches felt. His coaches felt like. A bad dream. Like this can't really be happening. That could that call couldn't have really happened like that. That's that's an impossibility. But in fact, it was not impossible. It really did happen. It really happened. How do you like uh, ignore what's happening there and like focus on the match you're about to wrestle? Like, was that tough, or like were you just no. so in the zone? Well, for me, no, no, no. For me, I always my thing is I always try not to focus on my match until like literally like until I'm walking to say the cage or the mat. Keep my mind off it because I, I'm an obsessive type personality. So me getting to watch it a very highly entertaining match prior to my match is that's good for me. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Because I'd be like, man, are they gonna they'd be able to call my match? You're not the easiest guy to officiate. You do some weird stuff, Ben. They yeah. they, they, uh, yeah. they called that match right though. They got um, it right. Yeah. This is, this is a different crew. Okay, are we ready to go to 2017 NCAAs? Let's do it. But yeah, my point was check out these team articles that JD's doing because they're. They're pretty ridiculous. I mean, we're gonna have them duel each other too. PA is we, we, absurd. Yeah, PA, yeah. Iowa absurd. Uh, I know we've done oh, California. PA, I don't. Can anyone touch PA? I don't. For know. real, I really don't. I, I the top yeah, the, the front six for Oklahoma is gonna make <clears throat> duels really interesting. I mean, just, the thing about it, I guess, well, is yeah, Oklahoma was the center of the wrestling universe for a while. Yeah, I mean. You guys don't even know how tough Dick Hutton is at heavyweight. Yeah, we didn't even get to Dick Hutton. I mean, so let's just run through PA real quick because I feel like we're doing the recent bias with Oklahoma. All right, Spencer Lee. Okay, Spencer Lee versus Kendall Cross. That sounds entertaining. <laughs> Jordan Oliver. Okay, J.O. versus John Smith. He coached him. Kerry uh, Colat. Colat versus Ware. That's Colat. Uh, Zane. Over Kenny Monday. Jason Nolf. Yes. Uh, versus who is that? Not Mike Sheets. Pat Smith. Pat Smith. Oh boy. No, no, I'm going no. What? <laughs> yeah, Vincenzo I'm going no. Joseph. Chinzo would not beat Mike Sheets, I don't think. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Ed Chen, Ruth. Chen, Chenzo and Hendricks is fun. Chenzo and Hendricks. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kick Sheets off the team just so I can see Chenzo versus Hendricks. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, ask Ozzy, Ed Ruth or Chris Perry. Oh, Ed Ruth. <laughs> um, I have a, I have a, I have a gripe with this one. Uh, I think Greg Jones should be the starter, not Jake Herbert. Oh yes, Greg Jones should be. Oh, three Ooh, times. I don't know. 
Three-time NCAA champion. I know he had the one. He had one bad tournament, essentially. He had one. Yeah, three-time champ. Um, wow. hmm. I know Herbert was four-time AA, three-time finalist. Did but you, did you ever intersect with Greg in any way as a? I did not. I wanted to. I wanted to bump up when I was either a freshman or sophomore, and my coach told me. My real coach Robbie Waller told me I was an idiot. And he was going to kill me, and I said, "Listen, I don't care. I'm, I'm here to bring the heat. He might kill me. That's fine." <laughs> I mean, he was but no, he was so so good. good, man. I so think Greg. Good. I would take Greg I, over Jake. I would too. Greg, Greg versus Jake Herbert in their primes. That's interesting. I think it's a tough matchup for Jake personally. Ooh, yeah. Wow. That that's okay. Those are both really good. Wow, that's fun. Right, and then uh, ninety-seven Quentin Wright or Phil Davis. Yeah, or Phil Davis. Rise Ooh, I might champ. pick Phil in that one. <clears throat> Phil was so good. And then you have uh, Carlton Hasselrig or Kurt Angle. <laughs> Dude, that's a ridiculous team. Tell me that team's not uh, absurd. While we're on that, I'm just going to read California because it's insane too. California is nuts, oh. man. California is nuts. I mean, well, let's see. Okay, I didn't look at California. Let me see. Let me see how many I can get. All right. I think you go. You're going to go Stephen Abbas. Yes. You're going to go Eric Rero second. Yes. Uh, 41. Let's see. Okay. I know the other obvious. You're going to have Jake, Jake Varner at 97. Yep. That one's pretty obvious. You're probably going to go Jerry Abbas at 141. Am I yep. wrong on that one? Killing it. Oh, I'm right. You're nice. right. You're right. Uh, who else? Okay. I'm struggling now. 57. Right. You know, 57 was recent. 50. Uh, Jason Welch? No, no, no. I'm our baby. Oh, I'm. Well, I thought he was. Okay. I, was thinking, I should have thought him in 65. 49. Uh, Adam Chris Talented 74. Yes. yes. Okay. Amtir Pelly, Imar. Who's 65 then? So, 65, you have your pick of the Schultz brothers. Uh, Mark did have a better college career, though. We went with Mark. Mark was that small in college? No, that's mm. not right. Mark wrestled Mark wrestled Edder Lou Bannock. He wrestled 158 and 167 and 177. Oh, 177. So, I'm thinking of the 177 bumped, match. Yeah, he bumped up. Yeah, he wrestled three different weights. But he won 167 twice. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Damn, then, people cut so much weight back in the day. Then Pendleton, and then another very recent one at 184. Do you know who? Very Jake recent. Varner. It's recenter. As recent as humanly recenter. possible. Yeah. Who won, who won last year at 184? I don't no. know. I'm blanking. No. Zahid. Oh, Zahid. And then, okay. uh, and then Varner. Varner and then than... Stephen Neal at heavyweight. Ooh, that's a good team too. Pennsylvania is better though. Pennsylvania's absurd. I don't know. Abbas for Stephen Spencer Abbas Lee? or Spencer Lee? Oh, let's do it! <laughs> oh my gosh, this is our next thing. I think this is our next thing. JD Raider, get all these oh. states done so that we can have a massive state uh, duel. We'll call it the Civil War. Maybe not. Um, we'll workshop the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now oh, are we man. are we gonna do 2017? Now is it time? Yeah, we got time. All right, let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's do it. 2017 NC2A Wrestling Championships. This was a good one. It was held in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, I do believe. Mm -hmm. It was won uh, by Penn State. This is when we had emos and lost our damn minds. This is when <laughs> we had the worst pizza. And this these are pizza guys here. And when I say Kyle Bracky and I are pizza guys. <laughs> There, there's basically not a slice we don't like. Yeah. Casey's, 
Papa John's. We're not Domino's. snobs. We're not snobs. I'm not going to scream about, <laughs> oh, it's got to be New York style. If you're not getting pizza from here, it's a pizza's pizza, okay? And there are better slices and worse slices. It's hard to find a bad slice, but daggone it, we did when we went to Emo's in St. Louis. <laughs> so, uh, so I, told, hold on. I told my wife that you guys chose uh, Exotic Joe's Pizza, <laughs> Joe Exotic's Pizza over Emo's, and she thought you guys were the most disgusting humans ever. <laughs> Has she had Emo's? Uh, yeah, she's from Kansas City, so I'm sure, and she went to Mizzou, so I'm sure at some point she had Emo's. Oh, man, poor thing. I'll go to Emo's but again, and I will strictly get the fried ravioli. Yeah, just straight fried ravioli. That's fine. That's this, a uh, toast. It's, it's to, I believe it's called toasted ravioli. That's a Missouri only thing. Yes. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Toasted ravioli. It is very good. We Love had it. that. At, that's where we had the Godfather dinner mm-hmm. when uh, uh, Whip Babcock was interviewing Carrie uh, Colot. Yep. But really Hunter, for Virginia Tech. Yes. Mm. Um, there was, he didn't end up taking that job. Really? Or, or getting off? No. <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay. Do we want to start at a random weight? Oh, yeah. So ben, they all ben get will, love? Ben will whine when we don't get to talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to whine. I'm going to be, be sensible here. He's going to be sad uh, we don't talk about Brett Favre versus Jaden Cox enough. I, so, okay, so we start at heavyweight then, huh? We'll start at heavyweight. Oh, you want? Let's start at 97. That was a terrible weight class. We'll start at 97 because it's not that That, that was a terrible weight class. Yeah, let's get it done. Brett. Okay. Brett Favre versus Jaden Cox. This was uh, Not very far more hot Cox. Yeah, far more hot Cox was the semis. Um, so I don't even know what to say that other than Brett Favre being the two seed was my exhibit A for 197 has not been good for kind of a while because he was like just kind of a guy in years past and then he made it here and he was he actually did get so much better so it's a little unfair. Yeah, but. Um, he he kind of I think he beat Moore twice. I don't think Moore ever beat him. If I'm no, remembering Moore, correctly. Moore beat him at Big Tens. Oh, he did? I don't know what year, yeah. but he definitely beat him at Big Tens one year. Okay. I don't remember yep. that. When I scroll back to I forgot how good I think I was looking at this the other day. I forgot how good Colin Moore was a freshman. I mean, major, major, majors Preston Weigel and then thirteen nine lost to Brett Farr. Um and then comes back and gets a pin. In the third place match against Jared Howard. I mean, well, he remember, was real. This is a freshman year. Wow. He's steaming. <laughs> Sorry, he's, Kyle. he's Sorry, steaming Kyle. next door here. Did but he get a pin? Did he get a pin? It was a little premature. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> J- he wrestled Jaden. He gave Jaden his toughest match that year, I want to mm-hmm. say. At the yeah. duel, I forget where it was. If it was at Ohio State or at Missouri. It was in Columbus. Colin was coming in that match. It was a, it was a yes. back and forth kind of affair. Jaden won, but you left thinking, man, this guy can really challenge him. And, and Jaden has referenced that match and just Colin as a competitor for years since then. Like, this is a dude that really pushed me, and I, I like how he wrestles. Colin Moore beat mm-hmm. Brett Favre 15-11 to 11 in the Big Ten Finals in 2017. Oh, yeah. my word. And then their their semi was 13-9. to nine. I probably thought Colin Moore was going to win that. I don't have my previews from that back then, but I probably picked Moore to win that semi. But Jaden, if you remember, Jaden had a crazy close scuffle final against Brett Farr. Very close match. And then he came out and he got into some trouble with, with Brett at the scuffle, trying to finish on the mat, and where Brett was really good and had some crazy counter stuff and was good in scrambles. So Jaden, like, 
made some adjustments and just kind of picked him apart on his feet. He had a bunch of attacks finished um, standing. Uh, he had a, like, kind of a standing high crotch, didn't hit a knee, a lot of good stuff there. and Took out Brett Farr to become a three-time champion and uh, put a uh, final bow on his incredible collegiate career. That's it. And then, really, this was the, the most interesting thing about this uh, this heavyweight bracket. Jacob Casper said he was he was going to beat yeah. Kyle Snyder. He, he said it's way more audacious than that. I think he may have said he was going to break him. He said something wild Should about what he was going to do to Kyle Snyder. And then he got majored because Kyle Snyder is just real, real good. Um I, I was actually interested in that match, though, because Casper had said all those things, so I was paying attention. But then I thought, didn't Snyder get hurt against Mitch Kroll, Michael Krolls in the in the quarters, had a rib issue? Yes. Wasn't that? And so I thought, okay, is he going to be really healthy going into the finals? Because I'm not so sure, going into semis, because he did not look all that healthy in the quarters. I think he was even getting, like, cortisone shots um, yeah. at that point in time. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely weird. This is the year Snyder would go on to beat Sajalayev, by the way. So it's just the level mm. he was wrestling at. I remember he he wrestling Connor Medbury, and he like high crotches, oh, yeah. and doubles off, and just picks him up. <clears throat> and Medbury was a mountain. He was so big. Connor Medbury was super super good, and uh, mm-hmm. no one had anything for for young Kyle at that at that point in time. Okay. The, the other thing I can remember, Conan. How about Conan's getting? Uh, I'm saying Austin Schaefer. Uh, I thought that was really shocking. One, no one saw that coming. Totally stunning. Ado, rid him, <laughs> rid him forever, rid him forever. That was that was strange. <laughs> what's what's up, giggles? You said rid, rid. Oh yeah, sorry, rid him. <laughs> <laughs> Some Virginia R- twang. Sorry, there. sorry. Every now and again, yeah, the Shindo, Shindo Valley. <laughs> he, he got on top and he rid him. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, Matt Talak. Uh, uh, you ain't no better. <laughs> hey, let's loop to 125. This one had Gilman just um, – he had some wild NCAA semis. They didn't go his way. They ultimately did. Uh, he, he avenged many of these losses, including to Darian Cruz, but – Cruz pulled the huge upset um, over Gilman, who was undefeated. Actually, he wasn't. Un- was he not undefeated? No, I think this 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 bracket must count that loss into. The- okay, I'm yeah. pretty sure he was the undefeated. One. He was. He's this definitely this is the issue I've definitely. run into before. This bracket is updating the records like after in the real tournament. time. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. was undefeated one seed, and he had gone major over Fleetwood, major over Kreiser. Uh, pinned Piccinini, who actually took him down and tilted him, uh, but then he got pinfalled. Yes. See you at Nationals. And then see, see you at the Nationals. Very cliche, see you at the Nationals. <clears throat> okay. Then he's got Darian Cruz, and he's kind of like, do you remember exactly how this match materialized? It was like a late takedown from Cruz to mm-hmm. get it to overtime, right? And then Cruz takes yeah. him down with some real slickness to win that match. Um, and just no one, I just did not see that coming at all. It really it didn't it see it shocked coming. me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of always I, – I bet you could go back to anything I said or wrote about Darian Cruz, and it was like, Darian Cruz, really good. Not a, I even said probably not a title contender. I don't think he can go with the 
with the Gilman or maybe even necessarily a, a Joey Dance type of type of guy here. He had been majored by Ethan Lezak uh, that year, so I just did not view him in that category. But that's it. that's why they wrestle the matches to be as cliche as humanly possible. Christian, didn't you lose your mind about pitching AB in the eighth seed? Um, I vaguely remember that. Oh, it's possible I did. I, I used to do that. Um, I don't remember why, though. <laughs> I don't know if I thought it was too okay. high or too low. But I remember. I believe you thought it was too low. Yeah. I, I, don't quote me on that one. Yeah, it probably was. I mean, p- pitch at the eight was probably a little. Yeah, it probably wasn't right. Um, dude, this was a Soriano year. Yeah, I was just going to so say I, that. I, yes. I, I did right, lose yeah. my mind a little bit because Nick Soriano gets entered in this tournament. Everyone knew he wasn't going to wrestle, but. So remember, going into this. Oh, that's why it was because yeah, you're right. Because everyone knew they were to pull him out. So if you pull Soriano out, pitches a seven, and this is the year Oklahoma State was really good. Yes. And you thought Kale, you thought Kale left pitch or left Soriano in, so pitch got put on the top side because he would have been the seven seed, which then theoretically gives him, uh, you know, a much easier path to the finals. Because what do you mean thought? You know, it, I didn't. It's not a thought what? that Kale did that up. It's, it's a. It's a fact. He knew, everyone knew he wasn't wrestling. Nick Soriano. Are you no, sure? His ankle was broken. He wasn't wrestling. It was a fact, Ben. Dude, he there was down in the room practicing. He was down in the room drilling. <laughs> it was a fact. It was. But hey, I'm not knocking it. I'm saying. Ka- I'll Ka- never forget. Kale is a gangster. He's doing gangster stuff. He should have entered Soriano because it did hurt Oklahoma State. And why would you help him? So we were. You know, the day before NCAAs, we get there early and we hang out in the arena literally the entire day. Interview coaches, do FRL, get footage of teams practicing. And Penn State was there. They did their thing. Suriano didn't do a thing. was just sitting there. And mm-hmm. so then they leave. And then it, the NCAA, like, officially puts out that he'd withdrawn from the tournament. And Oklahoma State was in the arena at that time. And John Smith was on a war path. Yeah. He was so mad that they wouldn't pull him out of the bracket. No, yeah, he wanted the bracket changed, <laughs> and they weren't going to do it, and he was losing it. Yeah, he was not happy at all because I mean, it, remember, Oklahoma State had the most ridiculous Big Twelves I can I can remember. They won. Yeah. They won. I think they lost like, like two matches. They lost two matches the whole tournament. They yeah. lost two matches in all of Big Twelves. Totally unprecedented. Um, and, and absolutely, what they put the whole team in the finals. Yes. The whole team was in the finals, and they lost two of the finals. One of them was Cade Brock. The other was Kalika, because Kalika got hurt. No, he won. And he still won. I can't remember. Um, he'll look it up. But yeah, they were, but that, that was, that was that, shenanigans. Total shenanigans. Oklahoma State could have challenged them, but when, what we'll go on to discuss, uh, Penn State was a, was a runaway train uh, this year. Yes. Um, at this at, at the end. I think Ohio State might have won Big Tens this year. I could be misremembering, but is this the year where Tom Ryan said we kicked a hornet's nest um, at Big Tens, mm. and then they, they came out and they smashed everyone? I really think they did. Um, I'll look up 2017 Big Tens. Any other thoughts on 125? The Soriano, that was that was some ga- that was a gangster move by Kale. Yeah, that really, really was. Oklahoma State won eight of ten weights. Um, Dylan Cottrell beat Chandler Rogers, and oh, wow. Seth Gross beat um, Cade Brock. Insane. Wow. Yes, Ohio State won twenty seventeen Big Tens. 
So wow. remember, it all looks like, yeah, Penn State runs away with it and, you know, Penn State's a dynasty. This was a real team race coming into it. This was the discussion, how Oklahoma State could do it, because what they had were 10 legitimate All-American contenders. They had a, a, a champion, an NCAA champion already with, with Dean Heil. Like, it, w- it was definitely a thought. And then they had a couple things not break their way. They didn't wrestle quite as well as they did at Big 12s. And then Penn State goes on to do what they do. This is when they won five weights, five in a row. It was insane. So crazy. It was nuts. And then, so back to 125 real quick before we move on. This was when Cruz and Lezak wrestled. Lezak comes out of the six. This bracket fell apart because Soriano did not wrestle. Joey Dance lost to Jack Mueller. So that was, that was the two and the three seed. Not to um, bring up hard Joey Dance memories, but it happened. But Lezak had majored Cruz that year. And he took top and turned him. And then they get to the NC2A wrestling finals. And he took bottom against Darian Cruz. And... It broke my mind then, and I still am like, what the heck happened? Why would you not get on top and try to turn this guy? You're the best top wrestler in the country at this weight class. Get on top of Darian Cruz and turn him. Don't go where he's good. D- didn't these guys grow up like in really close to the same area yes. also? Lehigh Valley. Lehigh Valley, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah, they wrestled ma- many times. Terrible decision. I don't know what he was thinking there. Yeah, I, d- I didn't get it. Um and he would never make the finals again, as good as as good as Lezak was. Then 133, I, I stood and and said Nathan Tomasello undefeated NCAA champion all year long that year. That was my my mantra. I really planted my flag there. And then he won Big Tens, crazy one over Corey Clark. And then he falls mm-hmm. to Clark in the semis here. I think he was even winning late and gave up a couple like Merkel, like two-on-one, near leg in, Merkel yes. takes it. Like the same thing kept happening to NATO, and Clark That's... emerges. This was the Clark injured year. This was the year Clark was like yeah. definitely hurt, and like he missed some duels and some time. He lost some matches. Cade Brock beat him at Oklahoma State, but ultimately it was Clark that, that stood on top against Seth Gross, who beat him, uh, or who yeah. was his former teammate. I feel like it was the same. I, I can't remember the match exactly. But I feel like it was the same thing that kept happening to NATO, and it was like frustrating. Like, why are you letting this guy do the same thing to you? That's not even that good of a move over and over again. But <laughs> Clark found a way to get it done, and then you know, obviously Seth Gross was. I feel like people were favoring Seth Gross over Corey Clark in the finals, and Corey Clark just found he found a way to get it done. Oh, I was, and and Seth got the first takedown too. Seth got the yeah. first takedown. I'm pretty sure, and he might have got reversed, but Clark could get away with could get away from Seth, which was, I think, yes. one of the things that's lost is how good Seth was this year. He he had a had a weird 5-0 over Rappo, but then he teched uh, Joey Palmer. He majored Eric Montoya, who he had a mm-hmm. – he lost to Montoya that year at Midlands. I'm almost positive. Or if he didn't lose to him, it was a crazy close multiple overtime match. And then he beats Cade Brock by major decision. They had kind of had a close-ish match in the duel at that point. Yeah, they had a couple kind of crazy matches, and he just put it on him. Yeah, and then at that point, he just destroyed him. 12-3 over Cade Brock, and then lost to Clark in the NCAA Finals. He lost 2-0 to Eric Montoya at Midlands. Yes, okay. Sudden victory won. So, crazy weight there. Michich in the quarters here lost to Clark. Um, This was a really good weight. Seth Gross, Corey Clark, Stefan Micic, Nathan Tomasello. If Micic wins NCAAs, 
Zane Richards. Um, if Mijic wins, this weight will have four NCAA champions in it. Um, so that's a really tough weight. It has three currently. I feel like I feel like 133 has been stacked forever. I know. And I don't know. Why, why does it feel like that? Is it, is it like that? I mean, that's what no, fe- I, how it feels. I feel like it, when's, when has it not been, like, super tough? It's been a while. Look at the while, best yeah. of the decade bracket, too. I mean, think of the guys that have wrestled in it. Logan and J.O. and Tony and so many good guys. It's just a great weight. I love it. 41, not as juicy as other weights. Uh, Dean Howell won his second NCAA wrestling championship. Kind of... Uh, he beats Jaden Ironman in the in the quarter six five. Jaden would would later beat Dean. Then he beats Anthony Ashnall, who Dean just kind of owned Ashnall. He beat him back to back years in the NCAA semis, I believe. And then he beats mm-hmm. a surprise finalist, George D. Camillo, who made it out of the six when Kevin Jack lost to Bryce Meredith. Um, Meredith, the didn't we talk about Meredith beating Jack on the last bracket too? He this what he does. I mean, he he had uh, kind of a I mean similar sort of situation where he had kind of a rough regular season. Meredith was the ten seed, and then you're like, oh great, now he's a ten seed. He's gonna blow this thing whole whole thing up again, and he basically did. Mm-hmm. because he blew it up by beating Kevin Jack in a really close match. I think did he beat him again? It was Jack. No. The, it was Jack the year before in 2016. Yes, it was, but it was Jack and Joy McKenna and Micah Jordan like all in succession. Yes. But then he yeah. lost to DiCamillo, 10-7. to 7. Sh- Shout out, uh, Georgie, because that was a great win. Because the three seed, Joy McKenna, lost to Tommy Thorne in overtime by by fall. He got kind of, like, packed on a – I forget how the, how the scenario it was, works. Yeah, it was a sudden victory, kind of scramble, and he caught him on his back. Yep. So Thorne beats him, which paved the way for <laughs> DiCamillo, who beat Randy Cruz, and then Tommy Thorne, and then Bryce Meredith to fall, only to fall to Dean Heil, who was – one of the more underrated guys um, for a generation, but there's some transcendent scores, so there's a reason that happens. Yeah, we got to talk about we got to talk about this Zane run. Oh my gosh, it's crazy, Zane Rutherford. Let me let me break down his his run here. Tech fall Damn. round one over Maruka. Okay, that's good. Tech fall over Jordan Laster round two. All right, but it gets tougher now. Tech fall over Koser. In the quarters. And then, who's he got next? Brandon Sorensen. You know what? Let me change it up here. Let me pin this guy in the first period. Okay? Pin Sorensen. Who was... This was the NCAA Finals the year before. Right? And now it's happening in the mm-hmm. semis. And he's like, pin smash. And then he's like, okay, LeVon Mays. Let's dance in the NCAA Finals. You're going to double leg me. All right, cool. I'm going to technical fall you. I'm going to score finals. 18 straight points on you. Let me, let me <laughs> pop off a quick 18 piece on you. 18. 18 straight. This dude was ridiculous. Um, capping off an undefeated Hodge Trophy campaign, uh, he, he was he was on fire. And no, this wasn't the most insane weight, but you do this to any field and you have my attention. And mm-hmm. Zane doing that to this one. And this jump started the run of five for Penn State. Um, and, and we'll get to it. Where, where they had some wins they were supposed to get, these first two, Nolf and uh, Rutherford, then Nolf, but then then it gets really wild, as you guys remember. Any other things to point I, I, out here? I, I'm blanking on the Theobald over Anthony Kalka second round. Do you guys remember that one? The, Christian's right. Kalka won Big 12s, but 
he got concussed in that match and then uh, was just I mean, he was not good this tournament. No. Mm. Yeah, he sense. was the rifle two seed, but he was he was banged up cuz he beat he beat Sorensen this year. Mm-hmm. Sorensen had what what loss did he have that made him the 5? Cuz that was kind of weird. Like we, Micah might have beat him. To, and he lost I think he lost well he lost to Zane obviously. Yes. Zane. This was the yeah, year he he, he lost to Kalka, definitely. Yeah, and Micah. Yes, yes. All right, he's looking that up, so we'll keep going. Lost to Lugo in the duel. That's right. Oh, my goodness, I forgot that. Lugo, Micah, Zane, huh. Kalka. Yep, yep, so that that pushed him down to the five. How did Lugo do here? Was he round to 12? I don't even see, see him in here. Um, he got upset by Koser round one. Oh, that's right. And then Gardner from Lehigh. Yep. So that was 49. Let's get to 157 where Jason Nolf, man, his run. There aren't many runs that look like this in NCAAs, but he went tech, tech, pen, major over Tyler Berger, major in the finals. And that's just dwarfed by what, what Zane did. But Nolf was yeah. completely on a different level from this field. This was uh, oh, the man. year Palacio should have been in the finals. <laughs> Oh, yes. He got hosed against LaValle so bad. Well, I don't remember that. What are oh, you guys he, talking of about? Of course you don't. <laughs> of course you don't, Ben. He he had him turned. They wouldn't call him near falls. He was, well, he, was, he, probably didn't, he probably didn't deserve it. Yeah, he did. The ref was just looking at him. He was just looking at him. He's like, no, nah, I'm not ready to call this. We'll pull it up at some point, and you'll have to answer. You'll have to explain. Maybe we can Maybe you could send it on, uh, send it to Caleb, and he can pull it up, and he can answer for it because I thought it was pretty clear. Because Palacio got to the semis when he pinned Michael Kimmer in a Peterson, which is a rarely achieved fact uh, or accomplishment. Feet. Doesn't, feet. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Why did I say fact? I'm going 1,000 miles I want to make sure this clip has. Yeah, we're going to make sure it has. Damn, I didn't realize Joe Smith came all the way back to the, for the, the fourth place in this one. Yeah, Palacio I, did stop trying after the semifinals, though. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, he did not try wrestling. I think he basically admitted, like, I just didn't yeah, want he to did. do it. Yeah, he's like, I didn't want to be here. <laughs> he's like, I wanted to be in the finals. I was supposed to be wrestling tonight. And then, like, Joe Smith, I'm pretty sure he just destroyed him. Yeah. In the, in the fifth, yeah, sixth minute. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a tough watch. Um, all right. He's pulling that up. He's looking around. But Nolf. As a sophomore, doing that incredible run, so run by him. So this so might have good. been his best year, because the next year is the following year he was hurt, and then the senior year he had the close matches with uh, Hidley. That's right. That's a good point. Yeah, you could be right. It might have been his best year. This this uh, was Zane's best year, junior year Zane. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. had the they had the juice. Um, okay, sixty five. Chinzo over Imar was the final. This was mind blowing at the time. Imar was yes. Imar was undefeated. He was a two time champion with one loss for his entire career. He had beaten everybody this year. He had beaten Vincenzo Joseph multiple times at the duel and at Big Tens in matches where you were like, Okay, I he's pretty he's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good for Wait. a freshman. This guy's gonna be pretty salty eventually. Did he beat? What was the score? Or what was the seeding at Big Tens? Because the top four guys are all Big Ten guys here. So it's one Martinez, two Massa, three uh, Vincenzo, four Jordan. What was the matchups at Big Tens? I'm I, on that. 
I don't exactly recall. I'm I pretty think sure Amar I, Vincenzo was a semi. Yes. Okay. I'm boy, I, I didn't recall how closely that Isaac Jordan wrestled uh, Isaiah Martinez. I mean, it was only two to one. Whoa. Maybe that should have been our, our first clue. Holy cow. But so, if you remember Chinzo's run, he, Daniel Lewis, I'm sorry, Ben. Daniel had that, him dead he, to rights. Oh, it was he over. had a beat. He gave he, him a takedown with like 10 seconds left or something. Daniel was so oh. tired. He was gassed. He had not, He didn't have anything left. I mean, because he was, yeah. he got takedown. He wrote, he wrote him forever. forever. Ever. Ever. Yeah. But he could. The uh, seating at Big Tens was one, Imar, two, Massa, three, Jordan, four, Joseph. Yeah. Mm, and so it was Imar over who in the finals? Massa in the finals. Massa in the finals. Massa was a two seed. 10-4, yikes. So, okay, so so Chinzo beats Massa took third place at Nationals? Yes, I got to get – that's what I'm what? going to do next. Logan Massa was, like, right there. He he was up big on Joseph. Like, not big. Yeah. He was up late, like two takedowns worth late, and uh-huh. lost the match. Um, got inside tripped. He, he was right there to beat him. And that's why this wow. performance from Logan – I was like, this dude's a title contender next year, and it just it kind of didn't really regain that form. But yeah, it's ne- never materialized. Yes, he still has another year left though, so he can still go out uh, on a high note. But he was he was shredding. He went tech. This is Logan Massa. Tech in round one. Tech in round two. Nine zero over Anthony Valencia. He was up on Chenzo late, and Chenzo did it again. Oh good. And I can't Chenzo winning those two matches. I can't imagine the confidence and and how much that impacted his performance yeah. against Imar because he was fearless. And I think Imar got the first takedown. You're you're supposed to lose if you're Chenzo, and you give up the first takedown. You, you could see that really getting in a lot of guys' heads, mm-hmm. Ben, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, did he get the first two takedowns, Imar? I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. But I think he got the first one. But you could be right. I think he did have two takedowns in the match, um, but I can't remember exactly. Yeah, Okay, yeah. Either way, that was a crazy run by Chenzo, and people, you know, no one thought of him in that in that light going into this tournament. I mean, no, no one would have said the odds on him winning this bracket would have been ridiculously low. Yes. So Logan Massa, just kind of back to that. We talked about his frontside run, backside. He was ten four over uh, Chandler Rogers. Then he goes eleven two full Ben Askren over Isaac Jordan. Eleven two over Isaac. <laughs> that. That's crazy to me because Isaac Jordan yeah, the round so, before beat Daniel Lewis eight to one, which is ridiculous is, too. Is is Logan a freshman or sophomore this year? Is this his sophomore year? Freshman, I believe it. It's freshman year. Oh, he man. hasn't played since then. Yeah, that's a, and that's why I I mean I feel that's kind of, I felt I knew he hadn't played recently. I thought so. The way I felt before Lucas Beck was that he had like snuck into All Americans somewhere low, but he like kind of crushed everybody. Yeah. What happened those next two years? Well, I think I think Sophomore he's year, he hurt. was hurt. Yeah, he was. Okay. But wrestling through it. Yeah, and then, and then I don't know. He year. he hit. Uh, he had Marinelli in the blood around his junior year. Yeah, he had sixty five was ridiculous that year. I forgot who he lost to on the front side. Someone. Yeah, I'll get it. Someone really good. Bracky will pull it up. And then all right, let's keep. So at that Steyer, point, two to one. Oh wow, really? Mm. And then lost to Marinelli five three in the blood round. And Marinelli flexed on him yeah. after the flex. Mm-hmm. Massa flexed on Brands, and then Marinelli flexed on Massa <laughs> after. It was a lot of, of flexing. A lot of flexing. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever flex, Ben? 
Uh, I, I don't got much to flex with. <laughs> it's kind of make it funny. Um, so then we've got oh man, do you guys remember Mark Hall and or Zahid Valencia NCAA semi the penalty oh, headgear pull the headgear pull. Uh, Casey Cunningham was was all over. And you know what was interesting about this was Zahid. And I talked about this on radio, so you may have heard this story, but not everyone listens to every episode, unfortunately. Is a coach came up to me after that happened and is like, we had it, it was, they had a good 74, this coach. He said, we had it scouted. We know he does this at your pool. We were ready to go to the refs when he does it and talking to him if, if the matchup had happened. So the really, yes, the rumor was out there that he kind of like, does this thing where he pulls the headgear to the sweep. And he did it in Ironman finals too in kind of a different way against uh, Brock Irvin. But anyway, they mm. were ready for it. And it really was an, an unfortunate way to, for the match to end mm-hmm. because, um, I mean, th- the two were basically yeah. complete equals this year. You know? They, there was very little differentiating those two. They neither guy was that close to scoring on each other. The best attempt was Zahid's headgear single. Right, Hall was never really yeah. close to scoring, and Zahid was never really close to scoring. So it's kind of a what if, like who really was the best guy this year? Because Zahid was the undefeated one, and not that Hall wasn't the rightful winner because he went on he did the thing against Bo Jordan, yeah. which again yeah. insanely controversial. A takedown was not called for Bo Jordan. But um, that's when that's when Tom Ryan tweeted from Aruba. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was so mad on the beaches of Aruba. He was on vacation, oh, probably with his family. He couldn't let it go. At a beautiful resort. What could be better? You coach one of the best programs in the country. And Tom Ryan still could not be like, they've got to do something. They need official review. They need a change review. This is bad. And he had his location thing. So <laughs> the show he tweeted from Aruba <laughs> they messed up this call. And to be fair, they should have called it too. It has it does not mean in any way that Mark Hall wouldn't have won the weight. But uh, all that being said, Mark Hall stands as a true freshman champion. You got to remember the season Mark Hall had. From he lost at the Michigan State Open to Brucky. He lost in this Hawkeye or his uh, Penn State debut at Carver mm-hmm. Hawkeye Arena to Alex Meyer. There were not a he lot lost of, to Jordan he, in the Big Ten Finals. He lost to Jordan in the Big Ten Finals. Yep. People were not picking him to win NCAAs by, by and large. I think some people were. I don't, he wasn't like out of nowhere like like a, like an Imar. He was probably getting some picks, but people were probably picking Sahid or Bo in, in this one. And yep. ultimately, Mark. Oh my gosh, Jordan Real Budo. Brian Real Bu- oh my gosh, Jordan Real. Who's Who's Jordan Real Budo? Jordan Jordan versus Real Budo. You don't want to talk about this one. I feel no, like- it was mid- Brian had such a big lead, and then he went. He went. Um, he he tried went high to- flyer a little, a little too early. He went high flyer and high flew himself into the yeah. consolation round. I did that. He had that match kind of won. And yeah, he was, he was up big. Well, Bo, Bo, I mean, I'll, I'll give Bo Bo's was credit. Coming. Bo was coming back, but Brian, I believe. At the point when he went for the high flyer, was up by maybe two or three points. Just not not a really good not a really good decision on his part. Yeah, um, I didn't realize how dominant he was before that too. He went he went tech fall first round, tech fall second round, pin in a minute and twelve seconds before the Jordan match. So he he was kind of on fire that tournament. Yep. Um, 
So that was wild. And then Mark beats Mark beats uh, Jordan for the NCAA finals. Now it's four in a row for for Penn State, and it sets up the mm. showdown, the match the that showdown. we've been talking about all year. Bo Nickel oh. versus Gabe Dean, and everyone's like Gabe Dean, Gabe Dean, Gabe Dean. But Bo Nickel was coming. What a run Bo had! I mean, you want to talk about these runs these Penn State guys had to make the finals? Insane. Tech, so crazy. Tech in round one, pin in round two, pins T.J. Dudley, pins Sammy Brooks in the in the semis in a minute two. A minute two, he pins this guy in the semis. He just went double overs. Boom, bombs him. Just and that was why the hell did Sammy Brooks dig an underhook? I mean, for God's sake, Sammy, why you Sammy knew Brooks, what he, the man was going to do. You may as well have said, so dig an underhook. You may as well have said, why did why did Jordan Burroughs shoot double legs? That's what Sammy Brooks does. No, he it, he put himself there like it's Bo Nickel. Don't dig underhooks. You're not going to think, man. I don't know. I don't think it's. That, I thought I, it. I thought I, it. I thought. Oh my goodness! What do you think? What are you thinking, man? Uh, I I won't uh, I won't fault a guy for going where he's good and just finding out he's worse than where that guy's good, and then okay. Nickel, um, Nickel beats Dean. Crazy match. As mentioned, it was close. Was, I do not believe it was controversial. In my opinion, I don't think so. He was definitely the underdog in this match. I mean, people thought Gabe Dean was going to close out and win three titles here. Yeah, did not think he was going to lose to Bo Nickel. I did. I did think Bo would win here, but um, really, yes, I picked him all year long. Are you sure? We need, we need to check your old articles. Fact, you can go back. I remember Damian <laughs> Hahn at after Vegas was like, "Are you at?" Like he kind of not confronted me, like checking me, like Damian and I are cool, and he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "You are out of your mind." Uh oh, Blackie <laughs> found it. Hey, screenshot this and send it to Caleb. We'll pull up the the Aruba Tom uh, tweet. <laughs> Aruba Tom. If Trump was running against Tom Ryan for president, he would call him Aruba Tom. Um, oh, man. But this was, I mean, to be fair, he's got, I, I like that Tom Ryan will, like, say what and he And then he sent, he sent another tweet that was cool. He said, let's not let this spiral. Not about at Penn State Wrestling. Not about at Baby Marky PSU. Great team, great wrestler. About a process improvement. Exactly right. So it goes out with Dean over Nick or with Nickel over Dean. Five for five for Penn State. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this team is ridiculous. The run they're on is insane. Yeah. That's when you're like, it's never going to stop. I mean, if Vincenzo Joseph is beating Isaiah Martinez, that makes sense now to say it yeah. did not make sense that that would happen. No sense. Imar was the next four timer. That was done. That was written down. Yes. We were just moving on from that. On to the next guy. Yes. Who will be the next Imar? And then, no, it's Chenzo. Chenzo takes out um, Imar twice. Totally unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that may be, I don't know if it was Penn State's best team ever. It might be. It'd be probably it hard to the best roll. tournament ever. But, yes, I mean, just as far as, like, otherworldly output where, like, these five guys, in many ways, had no peers and just had such a hard time having difficult matches. How they were blowing guys out. I mean, yeah. I don't know if we'll see. And, and the other crazy thing to think about on this one, Christian, is Nick Suriano didn't wrestle. I mean, and he's he might have won this bracket. Listen, he probably he, did. He beat that year the two finalists. 
He yes. beat Cruz. He majored Cruz. He majored Cruz. And then he beat Lezak. Yeah. That happened. Oh my so, yeah, we're, we could be talking about six champs. Not even a stretch. Not even, like, a, a thing. It's very, very possible so that crazy. that would have happened. All right, we've got the tweet. Pull it up there, uh, Caleb, if, if you're able to. Um, it's got the picture and everything, so we're going to pull up the – well, I don't know. Maybe we are. Maybe we won't. We got a one second from Caleb. We got to go here in like two minutes. I know. Actually. We didn't even answer any questions from friends. There's a few really good ones on there, so you need to sa- save those for tomorrow. Guys, your um, questions do not go wasted. I pulled the best ones over to the next day, so we will definitely, definitely, definitely uh, ask those. No questions. All right, here's the question, or here's the tweet. Pull it over there. Ben Sports in seventh grade. Never seen this not called a takedown. Time for college wrestling to get serious about video review. Because <laughs> from. That picture sure looks like a takedown. Yes, yes. And what what is interesting? What did they call it? What was the call on the mat? No two. No, I think they went no two. Ohio State challenged no two. And what would have been really interesting about this is if they had overturned it. So basically, Bo gets the takedown here, and you could say he got the takedown, maybe he didn't. And then Hall basically immediately escapes and, like, frees himself. Yeah. So it would have been, like, a two-on-one exchange. But if they had gone back and changed it. He would have been down. He would have gone down, right? And that yeah. could have there could have been a riding time consideration. He could have finished the period. I forget how much time was left in the period. I can't tell by the, the mm. screenshot. But it was huge. It was huge. Yes. So uh, anything else before you go? Ben, you have homework. You have to watch the bonus episode of Tiger King. Um, uh, I don't want to spoil it. I would I would encourage you guys to watch it too. Don't act like you have something I, better to do. Wayne Boyd tweeted me back or texted me back. I, I sent you guys uh, the text so you guys can you know get executive decision making power. The words one point two million are in the text, and so I stopped reading because I'm like, okay, here I'm like, this isn't gonna happen. If there's if there's a million, if there's anything over hundreds involved, we're not doing this. This is a gimmick because the it's it's a joke. But um, you know what? Call it. We'll kick it around, Ben. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Have a good, safe Wednesday, y'all. We out. Peace.